Got a, you got a beer, you got uh, uh I do. Alright, yeah. Time for another fine episode of It's It's This Meets That is Russ and I'm Jared. And we're gonna talk about uh geez, what do we got? Haunting on Fraternity Row. Yep, a true classic in the making. Yeah. A cult classic in the making. It's going to take 30 years to get there because it came out in 2018, but someday, I think, it could fall in that category. <laughs> I wish I had heard about this in 2018. I feel like I would have been, two years ago, I think I would have been in a better headspace for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Just two years ago? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. These are, this is like a, it's like a straight to bargain bin DVD movie. You get it at like Walmart or something, basically, right? Times were a little bit more lighthearted back then. I feel like I have to be more judicious about the content I consume now. (laughs) Got to make it valuable. Yeah. This was, this was great. Don't get me wrong, but. (laughs) (laughs) So Haunting Fraternity Row, uh, pitch this is it's a fraternity house, throws their big winter luau party, which we have some debates. It's debatable if it's actually winter luau. Uh, party when the fraternity brothers and co-eds begin dying horrible deaths and discover an evil entity has taken over the house yeah and with a tagline like this party until you're dead can you go wrong no you can't <laughs> i mean i think that the i think but they the, did yeah the this movie gives away the entire movie so you're like oh okay well I, I was wondering what was happening and i guess i'll just refer back to the paragraph here of oh right there's an evil entity that's taking over the house got it yeah, and that's it. Movie over. That's as much as we know at the beginning and at the end. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty much. And the whole winter luau thing, we're t- like, it, I don't, we're still trying to figure out if it's, it's taking place in the winter because it's not at all. No, it doesn't seem like. I mean, it, it, and this is what we're speculating here. Like, I guess it's a like New Orleans winter of that. It's probably eighty degrees. And <laughs> right, um, but they also say many times in the movie that it's like their last party of their college career. Right, which most colleges end in the spring. <laughs> Maybe they end differently down south. I don't know. I don't know. Calendar year college, I guess. <laughs> uh, so some of the quick info on it is directed by Brant Saracen, who uh, has a couple movies under his belt, a couple documentaries. I mean, he's got these two. I'm, I'm actually kind of I'm interested in seeing this uh, Blackball, the Bobby Duke story, uh, which actually sounds like it might be kind of funny. Um, and Splinterheads, which has Tom Middleditch in it. Sounds like just like a rom-com, indie rom-com type movie. And then he went into like this horror like run of Sanatorium and our latest and greatest here, Haunting of Fraternity Row. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate him. <laughs> no, 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 there's no hate there. Um, he also wrote it with this, uh, Jeff Kahn. Don't know anything about him. Uh, yeah, said about on the actors when... On the IMDb page, we usually grab whoever it says, like, it's stars, right? And read that. And when they say stars, they, they only say Jacob Artist, Jason Blair, and Shanley Caswell. Yeah. With, uh, like, Jason Blair and Jacob Artist, sure, I guess. Like, they're, like, the two lead frat boys there, Jason and Tanner. Yeah. Uh, and then Shanley Caswell is, uh, oh, what's Right, yeah, the love interest there of, of Jason. But... They're also for completely forgetting about Ashton Moyo, who I feel like is get, like Claudia Lee. I could see she's like the next level down on billing is Liza, which 
also like a pretty central character, even if not in a ton of scenes. But yeah. Mario's in like in every scene in the movie. Like he's the most important character. I think he's the star of this movie. And yeah, he's the one who is. A, yeah, we'll get to it. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like he's getting like fifth billing here. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's weird. Maybe it's a, it's alphabetical order. That's why. Oh, maybe. Yeah. See, last name. Oh, okay, okay. Thank, thankful because I'm. Yeah, it looks like they did. They did like yeah. It looks like kind of first build only, and then they go into everyone else's like. Then just kind of. All right. I guess that's one way to do a call sheet, but. <laughs> yeah. Kind of random. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so then, and also estimated budget for this, $5 million. There's no way. There's just no, no way. No fucking way. I mean, I could see this, the party that they throw probably costs like ten dollars to $15,000. <laughs> yeah. And maybe all the coke that's, that we, like you said, is probably real. And maybe yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, five grand of that is coke budget for sure. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Five million dollars. Um, yeah. So, uh, well, before we go any further, you, you want to throw your 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 what's your pitch for this movie? Yeah. So for me, this was absolutely uh, Blair Witch Three meets Animal House. <laughs> I like how you call them Blair Witch Three. Yes. So because so like Blair Witch One, uh, which Tice will yell at me a lot at for saying. Uh, shout out to, to my girlfriend Tice. Uh, <laughs> hate when I say one of things, but Blair Witch 1 was like a good horror movie, right? Yeah. It was uh, genuinely scary, doing a pretty unique concept. Like, found footage was, there weren't a ton of found footage movies at the time. Nope. Uh, overall, like, solid entry into the into the series. Blair Witch 2 even has, like, some parts that are uh, watchable and enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, like, kind of scary in, in parts. Blair Witch 3 is when they really jump off the deep end and yeah. it turns into, like, that's when they really show the, the monster uh, for, like, the first time in all never of it. You never show the monster. Terrible CGI glory, which is what exactly, one of the things that reminds me of this movie. Yep. That's <laughs> that it, but the monster is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And then the other thing is that it's, like, Blair Witch 3 also you think might be a little self-aware and like pick some funny jokes sometimes uh, and has some funny bits that I guess I was the only one laughing in the theater, but I stopped laughing in the theater. Uh, spoilers for Blair Witch 3. <laughs> yeah. In case you want to go see it. Uh, the, there's a scene where they're in the woods and they're, um, they're surrounded by those like voodoo dolls. You know how they do like the sticks yeah. and triangle and like all those like little dolls hanging from the branches and whatnot. Yeah. So they're surrounded by a ton of those, and one of the characters is accusing um, this other character uh, that she like she's the witch, she's the one doing all of these bad things, and she's like, "Oh, I can't even take it with these like stupid dolls all over the place." So she grabs one and snaps it in half, which snaps in half the girl she's accusing. Like her spine just like goes like, and like, like immediately, <laughs> out of nowhere. And I couldn't stop laughing. It was like the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and this movie had a couple of instances of that where I was like, oh, man, that was a great, hilarious death. Yeah, yeah, it definitely did. It, it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, it meets Animal House because that's like a, you know, generic college party movie frat. Like, yeah. it's 
It's got to be. Yeah, I was gonna. I went with a uh, like paranormal activity meets a shitty bro party, or like uh, I, I mean, I don't know what what was. Man, I'm blanking on that comedy that. Ah, um, oh, jeez, with Will Ferrell. Old school Par- paranormal activity meets old school, but old school is like you know. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> old school, you could go super bad. You could go like yeah. X, any any of those like terrible. Well, those some of those are good, but. Those are good, yeah. Anything that has a party that's involved, right? Yep. And, like, the found footage part of it I really liked, and I didn't expect that. Uh, it's like, when, I don't know. I like found footage movies generally, and I feel like they're kind of fun. Um, generally, like, amateurish quality that I that I like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this didn't disappoint. Like, I wasn't expecting it. I figured it was going to be, like, a straight, just, like, a straight movie. And then I went yeah. in and I was like, oh, no. This is going to be camcorder filmed the whole time. <laughs> yeah. What did you think of this? So the whole, the whole, the whole setup of the movie is that they're the bros are filming. They've got all their pledges, right? Filming the party because it's going to be the most epic party ever. Yeah. And one of the guys, the, the the frat house there, is going to cut it together and make the ultimate winter luau party video. Right? Yeah. Which, Which pretty much just is the stupidest thing ever because that will get just everyone in trouble, everyone expelled. Yep. Everyone's literally on video doing coke or being naked. So everyone will lose their jobs. Like, <laughs> yeah, there'll be no one on any jobs. Yeah, this is one of those things you don't want to have on the internet. But hey, this, this is what people do sometimes. So yeah, um, that's, that's the setup, right? Of how well the camera's gonna work. So all the, you always, it's kind of weird because like every scene, you always know that there's someone else actually in the room with the person. Yep. Which you know, there were there are definitely parts, and I think I don't, I might have called them out in a couple of parts, but like. They like almost dropped the dropped the setup in some parts that I like yeah. really bothered me. Like, like the camera work is too steady. Like you're like, oh, someone, like, I think I'm supposed to believe that someone's holding it, and there's no possible way that someone is holding this camera this steady. Especially <laughs> in that moment of like probably crazy, like something crazy demon thing is running around. Like, yeah, yeah. No, no. yes, and like so a lot of the, like the demon reaction scenes and stuff like that. You're like, what would the camera person have said? Like, why aren't they? Why aren't they speaking? <laughs> you kind of lose the whole thing um all right so good in the pitches there uh fast facts we couldn't find a lot for this one although we did some digging and, and figured out that this was probably filmed in ba- it was filmed in baton rouge but taking place in new orleans although it's just a random college they don't say where and like that yeah, which, um, i feel like before we even discovered that it was filmed there uh it's sleuthing by you on this one uh you're like oh like those those beers you can only get down in Louisiana, I bet. Yeah, there's one scene where the kid is uh, one of the guys is sitting in a giant like throne chair made of Abita uh, beer cases, and I was like, Abita, that's I, I'm pretty sure you can only I know it's a brewery in New Orleans, and I think you can only get it down in Louisiana, maybe somewhere else in the South, but that's that's it. So yeah, really good catch because I would have assumed like Florida, California, like anywhere yeah. in tropical ish, like it. Yeah. Like, there were palm trees and stuff, I think, in some in some of the scenes, and I was like, okay, this is somewhere very south. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Let's just dig in. Let's dive into this beast, huh? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. And then we both uh, took probably more notes than we've ever taken for. <laughs> I, I, yeah, like I didn't. I, I surprisingly didn't fall asleep or or you know during this one, which I've been known to do in the past. The last two, I think I've fallen asleep or just zoned out or something. I don't know. Um, so that's a positive. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I got a, a ton of notes in this one. So I mean, let's just we'll just get right into it. So at this point on, this is spoiler territory. Uh, if you really actually care, 
Yeah, I would say I, this is one, and we could probably go over it at the end. But like, I would say go watch it, but we'll we'll get to why I think you should see it. <laughs> I would say go spend an your hour and a half doing something else. But yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, we'll get overall movie take on it. But we'll, we'll get into it later. Yeah. So I love perfect like horror movie setup uh, is you start at the end, uh, like yep. the most stereotypical tropey, uh, and the trailer does this too. The tra- like the first. 30 seconds of the trailer is the first 30 seconds of a movie. Yep. <laughs> uh, and it's just like a cop pulling up and you see a little kid, like a, some kid like huddled up in a doorway. Uh, and that's, and it's like 16 hours earlier. Yeah. Like, perfect. <laughs> Great. Six, 16 hours earlier. It's very, yeah. yeah. Which is very specific and actually makes me kind of question the timeline because I feel like they accomplished a lot in that 16 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Like, between the setup for the party and then having this giant party, like, right, that's a long time. And, and they, so, they, if that's sixteen hours, they're there at what, like one in the morning? Let's say, let's say the cops pull up at one, two in the morning. Uh, oh, I, th- I thought I assume it was much later than that. I assume this is like four. <laughs> yeah, well, it was dark out, right? It was dark when the cop car was driving, so it had to have been yep. certainly after midnight, before five a.m. Yep. So you go in sixteen hours before that. It's like 10 o'clock in the morning, right? Yeah, so 10 o'clock in the morning. Well, yeah, they're, they're prepping the party at 10 o'clock. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. Like, they all, you know, like, they do a little uh, little wake and bake there for the... That's right, that's right. Yeah, the wake and bake, yeah. Okay, yeah. And they get all the, the sorority girls to come over and help clean and, and do stuff, too. Yep. I yep. don't know. I wasn't in a frat. I don't know how those things work. It just seems like slave labor. Uh, yeah, I think it is. Yeah. There was a lot of hazing going on this in this movie, and I feel like I was being hazed as a viewer. Yeah, a lot of dildo pranks. <laughs> like, classic yeah. college frat, like, okay, like, uh dildos are funny. Yeah, okay. Oh, there's another, oh, another dildo, okay, another dildo, okay. Yeah, oh, another one, okay, there's more. Okay, there's, there's three in the first half hour? Jesus. Yeah, um, I, I definitely hung around with, uh, like, some, like, frat folks in college here and there, uh, and it was, like, no, nothing like this and that's in the back of my mind i'm like all right there's definitely there are definitely frats like this that exist somewhere in the country because why would these movies exist if there wasn't some basis in reality and that's I definitely went the, i went to the wrong college by the way because what the <laughs> fuck man <laughs> yeah i don't know it's it, I, like, that's terrible <laughs> this is a, a blight on our society we should address this <laughs> yeah yeah definitely i will so i, I will uh I, I did catch like the little nod they gave in the very opening. So they do the police car pulls up and there's a kid, whatever. Right. And they do 16 hours earlier, which is hilarious. And then they go to like, they kind of tr- let you know, Hey, this is like a found footage thing. Right. But at the same time, like the very opening there, it's the one guy and you're just following his point of view. And it's kind of like that. It, it was literally just like a throwback to Halloween, like the opening yep. Halloween, right. Where he's like going to the neighborhood and like it's his perspective. Yep. Oh well, yeah. Or, no, it's, a, it's a little kid's perspective. Yep. Um, yeah. You know, like this is like such a throw to that. And I was like, okay. You yeah. and, then, and then as soon as they introduce our, our original cameraman here, Wiggles, like, I have a note very early, like, my fourth note is, ah, uh, poor Wiggles, definitely going to die. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, he's going to go. He's going to go. Yeah, when they pulled the old, the double trick on him, the old, uh, the old uh, bunny, the, <laughs> the bunny costume and the dildo trick. Yep, yep. The old classic, Frank, bunny costume. Yeah. Let me, let me dress as a rabbit and have a dildo that I'm going to attack my studying bro who's working on his thesis yeah let me do that yep. 
and then the classic reverse prank of having him choke out the uh, the brother in the bunny costume while he's filming and being like, "No, man, just it was just a prank, like just kidding." And then like yeah. pretend to break his neck. <laughs> I, that that was great. <laughs> it's like, whoa, okay. Yeah. Is he the bad guy? Yes, he is the bad guy. And poor Wiggle. There was a lot of that in this movie. There was a lot of like the double switches on you. You know, like there's a lot of like there were so many. Like the first hour, fifteen of the minutes of the movie is just all this boring garbage of like setup and then like but during that time they keep alluding towards something horrific happening but then it's like yep gotcha yep gotcha yep then uh when they introduce our uh, future wolf of wall street character there whatever uh was that that's tanner right uh, no 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 wolf wall street he was the um the main brother the grant grant yeah okay um so when when they one thing that I wanted to call out is melting gold an expression. Melting gold? <laughs> yeah, did you think, so like they're like all sitting around and he's like, they're like, oh man, how'd you like interview with investment bank goes? And he's like, oh, you guys are looking at the next big hedge fund manager, baby. And they're all like, woo. And then they're like, oh man, like someday when you're melting gold, like do I get a jet ski? And like, he's like, oh man, like someday when I'm melting gold, like we'll all get fucking jet skis. <laughs> yeah, they start throwing money at people. It's like, what? I was like, is melting gold an expression? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it is. We just don't know it. Um, yeah, that was. Yeah, he's such a douchebag. All these characters immediately was just like, yeah, you're all a bunch of douchebags. I, yeah. This, this, they, this demon cannot come and kill all of you soon enough. Yeah, and I, re- and I read another review somewhere that somebody was like, oh, you know, all in all, like these characters are just downright likable. Like it's a direct quote. They're like downright likable. I don't. In what world? Yeah, what, what planet? No, no, who are you? We watched the same movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, that was like, that's kind of the opening part there. And I think it's more, more of the stuff I've got is just, man, there's just so many stupid things. Like, the, like I said, the first hour 15 is just, I, I don't know what the fuck's going on. It's just, it's, it's stupid, right? Yep. Well, so, like, uh, when, when they, Dougie is uh, in the, the, the pooping scene there. <laughs> yeah, the shit, shit versus poop chat. Yeah, the, there's a big difference between shitting and pooping, apparently, uh, according to this movie, which, good to know. Um, yeah. And in, in, in Dougie's explaining that, right? That's Dougie explaining it to Jason. Yeah, and Jason's in the shower. Is this a bro thing? Is that what bros do? I guess bros hang out with bros in the shower and poop with them also. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. But but anyway, but then the other where I was get after the shitting versus pooping debate, uh, he's like talking to, or I guess it's during. He's like talking to Wiggles, and he's like, "We're like real brothers." And he's like, "Oh, maybe step brothers." And I was like, "Wait, are they actually? Are they step brothers? Are they trying to like a lot of the lines were delivered weirdly sincerely in this movie?" Yeah, <laughs> seriously. And there was also like zero need or context for it. It's like, who cares if you're step? Like, what is it? What does that? What does that matter? Like. It plays no part, I think, later in the movie at all. Like, I could think of. It's, like, just dialogue to be dialogue to, like, fill a minute, you know? Yep. And then there were minutes and minutes in this movie. Like, I don't know. I guess if you had counted them all, probably 20 minutes worth of uh, montages at one yes. point. And that, that first one is, like, the setting up the party montage. I don't know if you have notes that are before that situation, but. I don't even remember what that is, but. It's early. It's, like, shortly after the shitting and pooping. Okay. Yeah, uh, and then I was wondering, is this a DMX song? I couldn't get Soundhound out in time, but I'm like, 
<laughs> it was, I was getting real DMX vibes while they're doing like the set up the party montage where they have an inexplicable number of dialogue lines that are completely drowned out by the song. Like, do you remember? Yeah. The, uh, like, and it's like all totally muffled because all you can hear is like the fucking music playing over it. It's like, who's the sound guy in this? What's going on here? Like, <laughs> so yeah. after this, uh, there's a, there was also this weird moment. I don't remember this. So there's a weird moment where, uh, uh, fucking hedge fund guy there, Grant, right? Grant, yep. The, our frat boy leader, leader of the, the oh, bros, if you will. Man. I feel like Tanner is like the real leader, and Jason is like the academic leader. I don't yeah, it's kind of weird. They, yeah, they were, yeah. Weird combination. But he pulled it. Grant was the president of the, right? Not right. a member, but the president of the club there. Yeah. Um, did you, what was it? Did you remember that one moment when, and again, it's one of those things where like, Okay, so we know the camera is, is another, it's actual human being that's in the world filming, right? Yep. And there's a shot where, like, he walks by this girl in the stairwell, and then there's, like, a door that he puts a fucking padlock on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he puts a padlock on, and he looks at the camera, like, okay. And I was this like, will be like what, was, what was in that room? Or what, what is, what, where does that go? And it does come back later, and I do have a note about it. But I called that out because it was just like, all right, obviously you want us to know this, but what like if the person recording that is seeing this and he looks at the camera all funny wouldn't you be like oh, that's weird what are you doing bro <laughs> yeah what are you doing bro like that's a really reasonable question so yeah uh, no I didn't, I didn't even catch that part um then the next thing that i had was about dropping the keg i feel like oh, that's yeah. okay yeah the kid nascar yeah 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 and he drops the keg and then like big bro big white bro picks on little asian bro <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And now I my take on this was dropping a keg is terrible and that kid deserves anything he's gonna get because there's no way you can use that keg now. Like I've no. been a page where you drop a keg and it's all over. You're fucked. You're fucked. That's it. Did you count how many kegs they had by the way? In the basement they had twelve. No, but that's too many. Twelve when the when the ice was melted. So that means they had at least, you know, a couple more already up top. So they probably had like fifteen or sixteen total. That that's like that's like 1,500 beers or more. Like, how are they having that many people at this party that requires 1,500 beers? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> they weren't going through them. Like, I don't – you didn't no. see – you saw them replace a keg, like, once or twice, maybe? Yeah. There were a couple of keg stands, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was kind of a weird thing. So then we get into, like, kind of the inciting incident moment, right, where they're down in the basement – and there's yeah. like a hole in the wall and Jason like starts investigating. He starts pulling the wall apart. And there's one part where, by the way, I, there's a note I make later on. Like Jason had, he basically had superhuman strength because one, he's like, I mean, it's like a framed sheet rocked wall yeah. Yeah. Over, over like, like a, like the, the, the basement foundation. Right. And then there's a hole in the foundation that goes, this little tunnel that goes to this whole room. We'll talk about it. Yeah. He's pulling off the sheetrock, which, okay, that's fine. You can do that. But then there's like a two by four right there. And he just like grabs it and just like fucking. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> oh, I didn't know we had the Incredible Hulk at our frat. Like, <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck? Like that's crazy. And then they, so then they pop open this little tunnel and they're like, whoa, fuck, whoa, bro, what is that? It's like, there's a tunnel. And they go in it and they get in there and it's just like this box of a room with a bunch of like old fixtures it was like they walked into like a fic like an old fixture shop you'd find in like maine or something like off the highway right like or some <laughs> random town yes. and I was like, it's just lights and fixtures and that's it yep um 
and that's the whole setup. Like that scene, that's the main point though, right? And then it's like, okay, we got this room, this really creepy room with all these lights, and that's about it. And I think at that point they found the cup, right? Yep, that was when they found the cup. Also, before we get to the cup, because I want to talk about the cup. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the, uh, I have a bunch of these kinds of notes where I was like, if I was doing this movie, I would have done this differently. Um, I would have, I think I would have taken and run with the idea that only the guys who were investigating the room that were like tampering with things got, got messed with. I feel like that would have been a better, rather than just kind of like a rampaging house demon, like a targeted attack on the people who were directly responsible for disturbing this cup. This room, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I buy that. Because like also, it didn't, it didn't, I, did you figure out the, the pattern of when the thing would show itself that people could see and others couldn't? Like there was a couple of shots where like they kept going back to the found footage and be like, you see that right there? One person could, but another person couldn't. It's like, okay, is it just revealing itself to one person at a time and that's it? Like, I didn't, yeah, I didn't get, I didn't understand why that was either. Yeah, like they could have probably made that a little bit like scarier, you know? Yep. yep. Yeah, I agree. Yep. And then, and then this, and then the cup. Then they find this cup and this kid's like, oh, I know what I'm drinking my beer out of. And I was like, none of you seen Last Crusade? Like, why would you? <laughs> You never drink out of strange chalices. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, this is the one I want to, yeah, okay. Yeah, let's let's do that. And then they jump on the whole thing about how that room was built by their alumni brothers or whatever. And it's like, what? No. Right, yeah. They're like, oh, like, oh, well, our brothers are so cool. Like, they, we got to really up our hazing game. Like, this this is probably next level hazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, could, we could put some recruits in here and make them sleep in here, you know? Yeah, I, like, it's funny because I, I think the movie was definitely embracing its campiness, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Because, um, man, there is some dialogue in here. Like, I don't know how anyone could say that could say that stuff with a straight face. Yeah, and some of it was delivered so sincerely. Like, like yeah. earlier, like, when they were like, yeah, yeah, we're like, we're brothers. Like, we're stepbrothers. You're like, yeah. wait, are you step? Like, there's so much of that, and that's what makes me think it wasn't self-aware. Like, yeah. there are so many times where they were just like, oh, yeah, like, I, I well, I call my as I see him, but yeah. Well, it sounds like they did a lot of um, improvise, improvising yeah. improv of like dialogue in this, according to an interview with with uh, Wiggles there in real life. Yeah, which I'm so glad we found the interview with Wiggles because oh, that, that just fills in so much stuff. It's so good. Yeah. So, um, we drink. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. So we get out of the room there, and then there's like the, I remember they go back upstairs. There was another weird moment I called out. Like, did you see, catch the creepy pig roast guy? Uh, yeah, creepy pig roast guy. I was like, why? He's sticking the, the fucking pig in his face. It's like I was like, oh, were they were they showing him briefly to like maybe signal that this might be a killer? Like he was like the you know he was like the typical creepy like fat bearded older yep. cigar smoking overall wearing, you know, backwood guy who's probably murdering people, right? Oh, definitely, yeah. On yeah. screen for a second. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. And then that's, is that right around, is that right before or right after um, Dougie does his first, like, little investigation into the into the disc? That's, so that's just before. So yeah, sorry, let's take a step back. So the, they go to the little room, they pull out two objects, right? They pull out the cup, which bro number two, whatever, uh, Tanner there, the big guy. He's, which he's constantly has a shirt off because he's like clearly the only one in like really good shape. It's like his shirt is off the entire movie, but hey, whatever. That's, you know, shirt's, off. Yeah. shirt's off, right? Um, and then Dougie, 
who we do find, who we have, this is a little bit later, we do find out, he did get an A in religious studies. Yes, critically important. I have a note about that later, too. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about that one. But, uh, yeah, and then he grabs, like, this little disc thing out of the room as well. Yeah. And that's it. Um, and then they go to the pig roast thing. And then, I like, I, there was some random, like, conversation. Like, the one thing I called out in between there was, like, the we go back to, they're back up to the party doing whatever the fuck everyone's doing. And we meet, I think we, we've already met Grant's girlfriend. But then, yeah. they, remember they met, and they were, like, talking, and, like, she... She, she's like yelling at him like vocally loud about like how they're not having sex and how he needs to be a man and take care of your girlfriend properly. Yeah, Liza, Liza there, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's so annoying. And it's like, again, someone just in here filming this, like, I'd be like, dude, what are you, what are you doing? Yep, yep. So weird. Um, but then that's when he goes into Dougie, starts doing his, uh, his, um, his investigation of the disc. Yeah, and he's sitting there and he's like, He's like, is that an H? Is that an H? And like holds it up to the camera so that you're, I think you're supposed to be able to see something. Couldn't see shit. You can't see anything. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that says. And, and Wiggles is basically like, oh yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and then, and then he's like, and then he's like, oh, and he starts like scratching at it. And he's like, hmm, hospice, hospice, hmm. Hospice. Oh, eight more times. And he's like, Wiggles, what does that mean to you? Hospice. He's like, I don't know. Hospice. And then finally they Google it and they're like, oh, Latin. It's like a host or guest or like, it's like a hospitality thing. Right. Maybe this place is a hotel. <laughs> There's two things before that though. One is like, he says, he looks at the camera and by the way, he'd been smoking so much pot by this point, right? Yeah. Uh, but he, I love how he says like, sounds Chinese with a straight face. Yeah. Solid guess, bro. Yes. But no, that's not fucking Chinese. Like, are you really? <laughs> like that's a, it's a word. It's like an actual word. Like, that sounds Chinese. If you don't know this, like, how are you in college, right? Yeah. I also loved how he went to his laptop, which was definitely a MacBook, and he was like, computer? And have he Googled? Have we searched for it? He was like, computer? I was like, what's fucking Star Trek? Like, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a gem. And then, and then, like, immediately everyone forgets about this. Like, they're like, oh, time to go do more party stuff. Yeah. And then here's another slow-mo whatever, right? Oh, God. Too yeah. funny. So um, then, go ahead. I, the next thing that I have is the is the the sink fungus monster. So I don't know if you have other stuff that was before that. Sink fungus. Oh, the one underneath the sink in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I've got before that is uh, is we get introduced to uh, Tanner, the big bro with a shirt off all the time. His little younger brother, who's sixteen years old and a total asshole. Oh. I'm like, yeah, you could definitely you could die like first immediately of something. You know, he's got some he's got some good lines in there right off the bat. When he's taking a photo of the girl on the, on the chair, he's like, just want to show my, she's like, what are you doing taking my photo? He's like, just want to show my mom what my future girlfriend looks like. Yeah, real, real gems of pickup lines. Like, yeah. is it hot out here or are your boobs just huge? Like, yep. I wrote that one down too. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Wait, uh, wait, wait, but I thought that was after the, the sink fungus monster and then they had the, and then they, they went in on the, on, I think it was Tanner that was talking to the other, like, kind of semi-main girl. Um, that's Claire. not... Uh, no, 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 no. Like, friend of Claire. Like, the one that was in the Hawaiian print. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they're, like, and they're sitting there, like, getting drinks to Tanner or, or whatever. And he comes oh, that's up, right. And, like, 
<laughs> and like, why, I'm like, first of all, why are they charmed by him? Like, he just comes over and he's like, got his dick out and he's like, <laughs> like, like, ladies, <laughs> got a beer for me? And they're like, oh yeah, definitely. Like, here's a beer. And then, <laughs> and then he like walks away and they're like, they're still giggling about him. And the, the almost main girl there, not Claire, is like, he's so quiche. Did you catch that line? <laughs> Wait. Is that an expression now, too? <laughs> is this like a melting gold, he's so quiche? Like, no fucking clue. I'm going to start saying that. And then, and then she's like, oh, my God, Claire, I'm pressing charges. That thing is huge. And I was like, <laughs> wait, this, like, this is, we shouldn't joke about sexual assault like this. <laughs> this is not, not at all. This is 2018. Like, <laughs> and, then they go, and then they go outside where he's like, is it hot out here? Your boobs are huge. <laughs> like, yeah, this is. This is, this is not not the movie to to put out that is yeah uh, God. I don't know maybe it's supposed to make you want to want them to die and then when they do it's like satisfying but I don't know if that really comes across that way at all yeah I mean I definitely hated all of them immediately like Drew especially is just insufferable like there's no redeeming qualities of Drew yeah and I think they figured it out like halfway through writing the script like halfway through filming I think they're like oh you got to improv some uh, like redeeming lines for yourself there, bud. So like, yeah. it was one of the ones that I called out a bunch where he had like really weirdly sincere lines. Like we, I mean, I won't say it again, but like when you later on and he's like, his brother's like, no man, you got to stay upstairs. Like this is not a party for kids. And he's like, you used to be my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> like, and they're trying to make Drew likable now that they spent most of the movie so far painting him as like the biggest douche of all time. Yeah, the most annoying younger brother in the planet. You just kind of want to knock out. <laughs> oh my god! So, so yeah. go back. It's like the Daphne scene, right? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah! yeah. Right. The Daphne. So, that's right, because she goes into the the pit. Yeah, that's important. That's really important. Yeah, so they go, they go in like, uh, and they're like going down to fill up, I don't know, something or get something out of the basement, like a couple yeah. of the couple of the sorority girls there, right? Yeah. And uh, somehow, like, no one's bothered to cover the giant tunnel in the wall. Like, I know. <laughs> like, they immediately they made a big deal. Uh, like, right after they discovered it, they're like, guys, we got to make sure no one comes down. <laughs> and then immediately, there's like all kinds of other people going down to the basement. <laughs> they didn't cover the huge tunnel, yeah. so. Daphne crawls in inexplicably, like crawls like halfway, like half of her body in and just kind of like flails around a little bit. Yeah, something happens. She freaks out, right? Yeah. And, then, yeah. and then runs away. <laughs> and gone. She just runs out of the house, freaked out, gets in the car, drives away. Daphne's gone. Yep. And I have a note here that Daphne, Daphne is easily the smartest character in the movie. I'm already team Daphne. <laughs> I'm bored. Something stupid, stupid tunnel, get in your car, drive the fuck away. Get away from this party. It's stupid and sexist anyways. Problem, all your problems are solved, right? Yep, yep. yep. Uh, um, so then at that point, though, that's when we get to, to what's his face there? He's getting super high now. He's probably beyond high at this point, which, you know, makes everyone, no, one gonna, no one's going to believe him because he's so high, right? And yes. he's like one religious studies major there. He wasn't a major, he went to the class, but yep. <laughs> he's now getting researching the murders in the house and he's like doing a really awful job he's like not really reading any of the articles but he's just like man did you know so yeah. people murdered here yeah Third, the guy this cult leader killed 13 people and his wife here it's like okay <laughs> yeah you you getting high and reading about this is is yeah that's gonna be a problem <laughs> yes 
like, sure it is. And, like, also, how is nobody trying to get in touch with Daphne? A bunch of people saw her, like, terrified and run away screaming from the house. Yeah. And, like, nobody tried to, like, nobody tried to call her. Nobody tried to do anything to be like, oh, my God, is Daphne okay? Does she, does she know something that we should all know? <laughs> yeah, so Daphne, we're both on Team Daphne. Yes, Team Daphne. Daphne's so smart, like, what, like needs to get out of here immediately. Whoever yeah. she came with, she's had no screen time at all. The only nope. reason we know she's Daphne is because everyone's, like, screaming at her. Daphne, like, why did you, why are you running away? Yeah, I wonder if this is going to be important later on in the movie. You know, yeah. it might as well have just said that. Wildly irresponsible. So, like, of Daphne, even. You know, as much as I'm Team Daphne, and she's yeah. really doing the right thing here, escaping, she did no effort to warn anyone. No. No, we're going to get in. I got some serious bones to pick with Daphne at the end of this movie. Oh, well, see, no, then I come back around on Team Daphne again. So we'll, we'll argue about that later. All right. We'll get there. All right. Yeah. So at that point, shit's going a little crazy. Yep. Yep. Then um, Grant, Grant gives the big speech, the big yeah. fired up speech. He's wearing his stupid costume and his, his stupid girlfriend has made him wear. Yep. And uh, Which he said he was going to take off, but then yeah. didn't. That was also really weird to me. <laughs> it's like, he's like, after he got his, his balls busted by all of his bros there, he's like, oh, I'm going to take it off. And then like a, the minute later, he's downstairs giving like the big bro speech. Yep. And then that's when we get the first power outage, right? The power kicks out. So before, and before we get to that, I wanted to talk about the speech for a second. Because Go for it. <laughs> I don't, again, I don't know how many frat parties you've been to, but I've been to like a decent, or like, not necessarily frat parties, but like huge college parties that we were that yeah. like I was helping to host and be responsible for. Yeah, I don't. I've never heard a pre-party motivational speech like that, and I want that to be a thing. Yeah, I mean, it should be like there should be. I, I agree. I mean, I've been to some big parties, but I always get there. Probably, maybe I missed the speeches. Maybe I've missed them. I don't know. Yeah, I think you're right. You must be missing the speeches because yeah, it has to happen. I hope this is like. If not, I want to start making a reality. The next party we have, I, I'm going to make a big speech, I think. You should. I think, I think it's important. It's important to get everyone fired up, you know? And, like, it, yeah, like. Yeah, people fired up about work. Like, he was like, yeah, and all you pledges that are going to be, you know, working the drink stand and stuff like that, you think I'm going to be having a bad time because I'm working all night? You're wrong. Like, this is going to be, like, the most legendary party of all time, including for you, for all of us. Like, you know, we all paid our dues and got to where we are, right? Like, He's like going after the labor. He's going after the elite. Like yeah. he's he's nailing everything on his basis here. That's I why he's, that's why he's be melting gold, my friend. That's why, why, that's why he's frat president. <laughs> uh, not really a client, but also the president. But then here's why he's not going to be uh, successful outside of this fraternity. Uh, when he when Drew comes out and he's like, "All right, somebody get Drew back to his room," like. But careful with him. He's like weirdly retired strong. And I was like, I was like, you can't say that. Like that's wildly offensive. <laughs> and wholly unnecessary. Like what? Like you could have said anything except that. Anything else in the script, and it would have been totally fine. Like yeah. I mean, maybe it's fitting for character. Like so, all right. Maybe for the character because the character is pretty dumb and whatever. Maybe that's what they're going for. But it's like, yes. <laughs> It really bothered me. <laughs> Definitely to... frowned upon term. Yeah. And that, was, and that was when you get the, you used to be my best friend. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. The brother heart to heart moment. Yeah. Um, and then we've got, this is when, I think at that point, party kicks in, right? 
and then that's when we get the sorority girls show up in the classic slow mo party girl lady entrance, right? Yep, yep. Which like women in bikinis and bathing suits, which. I don't know if that's also a thing at college, college parties. I never went to one that did that, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> uh, and like, and there are again, there are probably like five hundred people at this party. Uh, who would notice these like eight girls showing up? <laughs> like, who is the slow mo scene for? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> it's for you, the audience member. Yeah, and then and like they're picking on wiggles already, and it's like I don't know. It made me upset. Yeah. Yeah, and then that's when, and then we shift into uh, le- leader of the pack there, the sorority there. Uh, was her name Liza? Yeah. Girlfriend of bro president slash melting gold guy. Yep. And I, when like they're, <laughs> they have this interaction, they're dancing. He's like, hey, you want to go upstairs? It'll only be two seconds. And she's <laughs> like, <laughs> she's like, I'm not in the mood. She's like, why are you in the mood? Because you're disgusting as fuck. <laughs> like, what? Like how? Uh, yeah. and then that's literally when I wrote down I was like man these kids cannot die soon enough <laughs> like yeah. all, of them. <laughs> all of them immediately I was so excited when I was like oh good something bad's gonna happen uh, yeah <laughs> yeah and that's what I noted too I was like yeah his younger brother he was, really, he was just annoying I was like this, he sucks I was like hoping he goes first and he does go first I think right Yes, he does. Um, but before we get to that, part of the party montage, I had a couple of other things that I enjoyed here. So, like, yeah. one, human slip and slide. Have you ever seen that in real life? No. It no. looked awful. Like, it you painful. Yes. <laughs> like, it looks painful and not very easy. I don't know. I, I mean, I've, so I've hosted a party where we had a slip and slide at it. Sure. But <laughs> it wasn't made of human. No, and, like, the women that are laying down and, like, being part of this, like, why did they, then they had, like, the big dudes, like, coming and sliding across them. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> They're going to be bruised horribly after this. <laughs> broken rib, like, on that, those first two, broken ribs, no doubt. Yeah, and then Liza even more awful when she's, like, uh, when Grant says hello to those other women that come in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh hello and she's like she's like what are you what are you talking to them for and he's like oh i'm just trying to be hospitable and she goes her vagina's hospitable and i was like oh. what what okay <laughs> okay great writing great writing uh and then like nobody's talking to the camera guy like presumably wiggles is like doing all these like weird like filming people in like you get the idea the pledges are just supposed to be filming the party right really film the party uh, and not do like weird little one-on-one interactions that he's filming of like people yeah. breaking up and like <laughs> or what's his face and by the way did Jason actually get into med school or no yes yeah he got into med school yeah I mean it's a moot point what was the phone call oh so the phone call was actually a pot he was crying because he was, was a positive one where he went upstairs yeah it's unclear it seemed <laughs> right and he slammed the door and it seemed like he was like like he got bad news it didn't seem like good news like yeah and then, yeah. like, scenes later, they're just like, yep. I, I can't explain that one for you. <laughs> we'll just let that one go. But then this is, when, this is when we start getting some great party montages, though, and all in slow-mo. And we get, like, I think a good, what, five or six of them, maybe, where it's, like, unbelievably gratuitous, like, mostly half-naked, definitely topless, slow-mo, yep. 
yep. a lot of ass shots. It's like, you know, it's a nice directorial, you know, touch there. Like, oh, yeah. And at this point, we're like a good, we're, I think we're just about halfway in. I noted it here because I was like, about halfway in and nobody's died yet. Like, we have no idea what's going on. Like, there's been very little with Dougie in the cup. <laughs> uh, Dougie, Dougie in the cup. Yeah, the cup lid. Like, what happened there? And then, uh, like, how can Drew gets in his bunny costume and he's, like, going around the party, and I'm like, how can a 16-year-old rage like this? Like, like he doesn't. He does, but he doesn't, though, because he's the first one to... You're right. Like, where did his tolerance come from? Like, he made it really far. <laughs> yeah, if I was 16 drinking like that or doing what he was doing, I would have been dead. I would have been, like, out, like, an hour in. I'm like, all right, I'm done. Like, yes. Was- and then, like, and back to the point of like the in the pledges are all like filming weird specific things. Like then uh, Jason goes and tells Claire in that in that next breath, kind of like right after right after uh, Drew like disappears, kind of. Yeah. Uh, then he's like, oh, I got into med school, and she's like, Oh my god, he's like, you're the first person I've told. And yeah. like, Other than like Wiggles, who's like standing here, <laughs> like, oh, and me too, boss. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. It's like they forgot, like in the script, they forgot that they were gonna, ha- they were, they were actually gonna have a physically third person in the scene between two people. Yep. Like, yep. So filming this, you're breaking your own, you're, yeah, you just, yeah, logic is out the window, whatever. Yeah, and then Wiggles speaks again though at the end of that scene where he's like, "Hey, Jason, like, congrats for getting into med school." No. <laughs> and no, then he finally acknowledges him after he's standing there filming this weird interaction. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, we had some quick hit wins there too. So we had the Abita chair, which so that's why I called. I was like, I think this must be taking place in New Orleans or something like that, right? Yep. And then this is when this is when um, is it Dougie? Dougie the cop? Dougie, our religious studies major? Yep. Yeah. Okay. This is when he's down in the basement, throws up the classic. Who's there? Who's yep. back there? Classic line, you know. Who's nothing? Yep. In which there was a great spooky shadow behind Dougie while Wiggles is filming. Remember, and like Dougie, like shits a brick. And, yeah. and neither one of them is saying anything to each other. Again, there's presumably two people in this scene yeah. that are like, looking at each other. <laughs> like, if you were that terrified, wouldn't the person behind the camera be like, I'm just going to go upstairs, or you're freaking out, or yeah, what's back there? Like, And then and then he goes to, he cuts to filming Drew at the top, sitting at the top of the stairs, and that's when he gets that first like shadow, yep. uh, shadow behind him film. Mm-hmm. But if he's wa- if he's back at his computer at this point, which he is, and he's sitting there watching the film. How did he not see the even crazier shadow behind himself two minutes before that? Like, like did he just did he just cut through to the? Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> there was yeah. <laughs> the timing of when this thing showed up for people when they saw it was just weird to me. Um, yes. Going going back to when uh, when Jason it, it, uh, told Claire about how he got into med school. I also loved how he's like, oh, I'm going into pediatrics. And then he followed it with, I love kids. Not in a weird way. Yep. <laughs> like, it actually wasn't weird until you said that, but now it's weird. <laughs> yes. Yep. I wrote that one down as well. And I was just like, what's happening here? And yeah. then like the, uh, the volume in the movie, I feel like is, is wildly inconsistent. So like during the party scenes, like the music is deafening. Yes. And did you notice that even between a couple of the parts, so like I'm cranking the volume up and down on my TV because it's bothering me. And so like, 
it was also inconsistent even between the loud party scenes. Like there was some where I was like, oh, all of a sudden it's way louder than the last loud party. <laughs> I, my, my range, my volume went from watching this movie was from seven up all the way up to 16. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like that's a, what, I shouldn't have to do like one or two. Okay. But like that is such a wide range. We have to adjust my volume. Yes. <laughs> it, it made no sense at all. I can, I don't know. I'm, I guess, like, yeah, then the next thing I have is coming up on Drew's death, which I appreciated. Yeah, that's where things really kick off. I don't know where that is. I don't know if I commented on that yet, but, um, yeah, I think, like, this is actually where we learn fucking Dougie there got an A in religious studies. I love how they set that up, too. It was like, oh, okay, here's our here's our expert now, right? It's like, yes. he's talking to Jason about the fucking cop, and he's, like, trying to tell him, like, hey, there's crazy shit going on in this house. This guy murdered people, blah, blah, blah. Yep. And he's like, he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, don't forget, I got an A in religious studies. <laughs> what class? Oh, no, he said, what, what was the only class I got an A in? Yes. Religious studies. Oh, here's our expert. Got it. You took one fucking class, religious studies 101, and you now are our expert. You're an expert on demons, apparently, because of religious studies. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah, they covered that in that class. Yeah, I'm sure they did. And like, uh, and when he's, He's also the only one who has been kind of an expert out. Like, he's the only one who's investigating any of the weird stuff. Like, everyone immediately forgot about the tunnel. Yeah. No one said anything about it afterwards. Like, they're just like, oh, that's weird. Yep. Uh, <laughs> maybe it's some fucking frat thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah probably. This is purely a Dougie problem. And then there was, so then after that, that was a scene between Dougie and Jason. That was like Dougie doing the first batch of like, something fucking crazy going on here, but everyone thinks he's super high, so he thinks he's just fucking freaking out, paranoid. And then all of a sudden it jumps to, like, the blacklight party. Yes. You remember that? Yes. <laughs> like, what? And it was, like, completely random, like, slow, yet again, another slow-mo, half-naked women yep. dance party. I think this is when I noticed... Loud music. What's that? I think this is when I noticed the volume. <laughs> yes, this is definitely what it does. Yeah, yeah. And it was, like, and then all of a sudden, do you remember, like, there was, like, three random dudes wearing these really scary looking masks they just like pan through yeah <laughs> it was like this feels more like is this part is this important like are these people part like are they maybe followers of this cult leader that died like it was so weird because like they had the same mask on oh yeah no i just assumed they were just like idiot kids because oh, okay. then it was like they were such scary masks. Like, why would you bring that mask to a party? That's it's a fucking winter luau. Are those luau masks? Are they like maybe some Hawaiian thing? I don't know about, but it just felt like it was more of like a you know it's going to look fucking cool. This yeah. and it, it didn't. You're giving them far too much credit, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think I am too. Um, I don't know what happens next. I jumped to like the talk about the the room. So they go back into the room, and we this is where we start. There's a couple things in a row here that like there's some quick jump to like, I know what this is kind of comments, right? So when they go back into that room and I think it's with Dougie. Yeah. Dougie and Jason go back in the room. Cause Jason's like, dude, let's just go in here. I'll show you nothing's in here. Right. And they go in there and they turn the fucking lights on all the lights kick on. Yep. Well, wait, wait, Drew. So Drew died first. Did you die before that though? Yeah. Drew died like in the black, on the black light scene. Cause I have like, what you're talking about is like, when like, Oh, this is where they store coal for heating. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah so drew died very uneventfully i can i could easily see how you didn't call yeah. it out explicitly because like he just like he's like oh i gotta go puke and he like runs into the bathroom and, like falls face down on the toilet and then uh -huh. just vomits everywhere and then just 
uh, like passes out on the floor and dies. Like there's like weird bugs that like crawl into his mouth. Yeah, and I was like, confused. I think it was like a mist, like because you saw the thing pop up and it disappeared and it came out of his breath or something or went into him or something. That's that's how I saw that. Yeah, well, so I saw it. I saw it as he was dead. Like he's he's definitely not breathing. Like by the end of this scene, like the like it like comes out of him and then goes back into him. And like I assumed he was dead straight up then. Like maybe not, but. I'm gonna throw it out there. Do you think this? Do you think this movie is is commenting on how binge drinking is not good for you, or do you think? <laughs> I think it's throwing the opposite. I think it is too. I was like trying to give it some bit of credit. I was like, oh, maybe they're trying to say if you binge drink, you're gonna die. I don't think anyone watching is maybe would put that even think of that. So like a mean girl is like you, if you get pregnant, you'll have sex and or like you get, if you have sex, you'll get pregnant and die. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. It's like, uh, so I was just going to say, and then so then that girl walks in and like, this kid's clearly like dead. Like there's like a dead 16 year old in the bathroom. If he's oh, not, yeah. he's like just about dead. Right. Like he's like, alcohol poison he's on his back and not on his side like he should be probably like she walks and just fucking leaves <laughs> she, doesn't, she just goes oh fuck and then leaves and then it's never referenced again <laughs> like totally fine if all these people die like they're all terrible like this is terrible they're all just stupid stupid people yes and then like and then they go down to the basement and 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 that's when when this comes up when you're talking about like they're talking about use cases possible use cases for this room and i'm like what's making jurassic park sounds like yeah. is like then they that's when they start doing like some of like the haunting actually kind of starts yep like is didn't we just frame this as this is like the haunting of the ghosts of people presumably like i don't know like why would it be making dinosaur noises <laughs> yeah and then like the jumps to like the lot, like when, when Jason and, and Doug are in their room and he's like, it's a room with all the lights. And like, he's just like, yeah, you know what? They, it, it's a, it's a room and it, maybe they built this room to have no shadows. And I was like, I was like, wow, that's, I was like, that's actually a very logical jump about paranormal activity. You just fucking happened to Google from saying computer, tell me all about like Mr. Fucking higher than high cakes over here. Fucking mile high. Like, even like even before they even before they get into that room, like why would you go into that room? So like they're like sitting there, like they're walking, like they're walking around, right? And they they're like, oh, this must be where they stored coal for heating. Then they then Jason gets attacked by Bozo the clown, like pops out of the closet. Yep. Wiggles is looking for night vision. I thought Wiggles was gonna die right then. I thought like, so too. Lights go out, uh, and then Dougie is like. He's the only reasonable character, but he also is so fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah. And it's infuriating. Like, why wouldn't anyone just, why wouldn't everyone just run away immediately if you see daylight coming from the scary tunnel? Like, why would you, um, why would you like, crawl in? <laughs> no, like, let's, let's just reseal this and go have a bunch of beers and Coke and, you know, blacklight party. Yes, and like, and then and then the, the cap it with they cap it off with the maybe they're trying to build a room with no shadows, and you're like, I, wow. that's that's I mean, yeah, with that many lights, okay, I, I get that, but it's like such a weird like, how did you get to that? You just that just popped in your head, like, like, <laughs> yep. Um, and then so then after that, that that's uh, I think it's the threesome scene, right? Yeah, this is when we get to Tanner, Mr. Shirtless. Uh, he has every year uh, at the Winter Luau party, he apparently has a threesome. Five years running now. Yep. He's a well six-year. He's a, he's a six-year guy. Yeah. Well-known fact. <laughs> Well-known fact. 
Everyone knows it's on Wikipedia. Yep. Yeah. That was, yeah. That's what he said. It was on. It's on. It's a little fact. It's on Wikipedia. <laughs> and my my first comments were when he's trying to transition to the threesome, and I'm like, how has this guy ever gotten laid? Let alone in this situation when he's like, let's be honest. Yeah. And I'm like. <laughs> Did you just did you just do a let's be honest but with lesbian like that's yeah. whoever wrote that line like, I have kudos I guess <laughs> same guy that wrote the line retard strong so yes and then he's like and then he and then he and then the smoke goes when he's like blows smoke in the ghost face oh and that's how the threesome breaks up but like the smoke ghost is amazing and I love how the other girls like. Oh, did you use teeth? <laughs> the CG on it was so bad. It's also like he's going to blow the fucking coke and he's, what, he just breathes on it and blows it off the off her shoulder and like it just makes the face of the demon who's like floating there. It's like <laughs> Yes, and then he and then he doesn't tell anyone about that smoke ghost. Like the yeah, no. he he goes on to completely ignore this, like forever. Yeah. Yeah, he just went down. He actually went down the tr- he went down the tube because he just got more and more drunk and high. Remember, he was doing even more coke later on. I think he was just like, "Oh man, I saw some shit," you know? Oh, maybe, yeah. This well, is also at this point. This is the fourth time I've written in my notes. Is this what happens at these parties? Um, I'm yep. still, yeah, yeah. And then, and then I wrote a uh, quick note here of uh, why in God's earth would anyone smell a condom? Because <laughs> <laughs> when hot, it's like. <laughs> yeah, they go downstairs and like show that kid and he's like sniffing a, a clearly used condom and he's yeah. like oh and you're like what did you expect to get <laughs> what why, why did you touch that why did... <laughs> and then like and then nobody's checking on the guy who's having a seizure and pissing himself and that, so like this is I'm in the art I'm already in the party montage. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's the next part. Yeah, the guy who's like leaned up against the outside wall with his eyes rolled up and he's like just peed himself. And it's like, who, why are we, what is this guy? Why are we, who, who fucking cares about this guy? Oh, an ambulance. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, and then there's, there's a, and then there's another jump to, to conclusions here, Matt, moment where after like, so there's the Coke thing, there's okay, threesome breaks up. And there's like a montage, more montage stuff. And then there's a guy, you know, who's clearly having a seizure and peed himself. Uh, And then there's back to Dougie, right? Talking to Wiggles. And I think they were back, I don't know if they were back in a basement or no, they were up in in Wiggles, uh, one of the bedrooms. And, and Dougie was freaking out. And he's like, yeah, we gotta do something about this. And Wiggles like, do about what? And Dougie's like, there's a fucking demon in the house. (laughs) And then he goes, goes, I should have been an FBI agent, not a teacher. Bro. (laughs) (laughs) Close. But like, how do you just, what, you read one article on the internet and you're like, it's a fucking demon in the house. Yep. Maybe this is, they don't want shadows in the room. Wiggles being a voice of reason, he's like, you've been smoking all night, man. (laughs) Wiggles just put, I like Wiggles. Wiggles just put down the camera and just leave this party. It sucks. And so then this is when, this is when Dougie starts to take it seriously, like, ser- like super seriously, right? Like this is when oh, yeah. he's, this is when he's like, we, he's like, we all have to get out of here. He says it several times. He's like, we yep. all have to get out of here. And instead of like starting to clear out the party, he like runs downstairs and he goes, oh, like we got to go find Jason. 
Like he could have he could have started evacuating people. Like he could have yeah, just like, oh, like room full of college kids. Everyone needs to go. Party's over. Yeah, turn the lights on. Like yeah. Also turn the lights on because if this is like trying to make a room with no shadows here. <laughs> yeah, right. Black light is the worst thing to have on. Just put on all the house lights and. If you take the logic you had in that little room, what they're trying to do, just you can recreate that in the bigger room. If 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 that's even a thing, where this thing did, did they even explain? Like, is that like did we figure that out? Like, or is it just we're just believing that him saying that they're building a shadowless room that captures this thing or stops it? Uh, we believed it. We believed it. We just believe, yeah, we just believe what they're saying. Okay, there's like there's no hard evidence. There's no like old guy who's been like, yeah, it's a shadowless room. That's how you keep the thing away. Like, oh, old guy, I know what he's saying, but. Yeah, there's no scroll, there's no text uh, tablet left no, behind. It's just okay. some asshole who looked up, who, Googled, who literally Googled defined hospice and yep. found an article about a guy who killed his wife, due to murder-suicide, a mass murder-suicide in the house. And no one's looking for Drew. <laughs> no. Like, the people who were in charge of protecting him is like, or like knew he was in a bunny costume. No one's seen the bunny guy costume in hours now. Like, nobody's looking for him anywhere. Like super unbelievable, and then it goes to Liza and makes her even worse. Like we all hate Liza immediately, and then, and then he's, and then finally Grant like gets the balls to stand up to her, and and she goes, "Did you just call me a bitch?" And I love, like it's silent for like a couple seconds, and then you hear from some random woman, "Yes, he did." <laughs> 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 I, was gonna write that. I, was, I think I was laughing too hard to fucking write that down. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> and I'm like, and then I wrote down because then they then they go back upstairs to like clear out uh, Jason's bedroom or something like that, and NASCAR is up there, and Jason's like, "Oh, these kids are having sex in my bedroom." NASCAR, you're not even doing your job. Yeah. And I was, like, and he was so he was so broken up about it. I was like, "Oh, NASCAR seems like a good kid," and like, yeah. like. I feel bad for all the pledges here. <laughs> They're all going to get it, though. They're all going to get it. Yeah, and at this point, they were still milking the fucking fake scares, too. Yes. Oh, yeah. And we're well over halfway through. We're coming towards the end of this movie now, and they're still milking the fake scares. And it's like, there's a certain point where, like, I mean, I get what they're, I think I get what they're trying to do with that. But it's like, then you, then when you actually get to the scare, it's actually scary. It's like, no, that's not how it's going to work. It's just, we're all going to, you're just going to deflate everything. This is stupid. Yep. And then, um, go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say. Then I think, I think the next thing that I had, well, the the next like plot point that I have is about uh, what's her face is like. Don't fucking mess with my girl speech, which seemed <laughs> out of place. Um, but before that, I was like, why are people are doing so much cocaine? Like this party must have cost so much money. <laughs> Five million dollars is the budget. I mean, it's literally the budget of the movie. Like, I don't understand where, where they got, like, that half a pound of cocaine that they're going through. <laughs> so the, so the, thing, the, the thing I <laughs> – so, yeah, so this movie's moving along. And then we get to, like, a really heartfelt moment with Claire and Jason, right? Like, yep. our two, our two I, I guess at this point now, our primary characters. Like, the two you know are like, all right, they're going to live to the end characters, I guess. Yep. And this – speech, this heartwarming, moving speech that this girl gives. Do you remember Claire, at the very beginning of the movie, said, I'm not drinking because I have to do a 5K the next day? Yes. Wait. The very beginning of the movie. Hold right? on. You skipped the part, man. You skipped the word where Dougie discovers Drew. That happens before this speech. Wait, what does it? 
Yes, and that's what like that's what threw me off too. Is like so many things like jumped around in illogical orders. So I have I have the don't fucking mess with my girl. Then I have then I have this is when they find Drew's body and Wiggles goes this is too too damn much. And I was like I'm out on Wiggles. I thought he was ride or die. Uh, and he's like I'm bailing on this whole thing. And then and then Dougie explains the whole premise of the movie on voicemail right before right before he gets captured by the ghosts. Oh, that's right, because that's when he's calling Jason, and Jason's out on the, the, the fucking party float thing, which, by the way, those things are expensive. They get a fucking big slide. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but before that, yeah. So that's the, right. He's like, Jason, you got to know what happened. This crazy guy killed all these people, and now it's a demon that's haunting all of us, and, like, they're going around gouging at everyone's eyes, and Drew's dead, and, like, everything terrible is that. Like, we got to get everyone out of the party right now. But yeah. he just brings it all together and just says, like, all right, here, here it is. <laughs> he's not on a voicemail yeah yeah and so then so then then it's then it comes back to the 5k i don't remember how, how did i miss that i went from like the, the maybe i fell asleep i don't know for like a minute i don't know but the, the, so the five so the girl claire main character here she at the very beginning of the movie says i gotta do a 5k tomorrow i'm not drinking right yep then she's at like they're at a moment. Her and Jason are on like one of these big, the floating uh, fucking blow up houses, whatever they have the slides and then everything. Yep. Um, then they're in there and they're having a moment. And this is like the heartfelt moment of the, of the story. Like I, I like was listening to it, but maybe I, I might have been like typing or something. But yeah. So oh, goes, I know. I've seen so. <laughs> so she goes on and tells this story. Well, she starts like they're smoking pot, right? And she's like, oh, whatever, smokes a cost, blah, blah, right? And all of a sudden, she's like, oh, I forgot. I have this cancer walk thing tomorrow. <laughs> yes. You forget. Yes. And she goes, eh, fuck it. I want to stay. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh, it's just a 5K. Like, it's just a 5K? Like, all right, I'm sorry, Miss Marathon Runner, but it's like, you literally were like talking about in the beginning of the movie how you didn't work at a drink because you have a 5K tomorrow. And now you forgot about it? Like, we're only 12 hours later. Like, <laughs> <laughs> 10 hours later like what the fuck yeah. also, is walking three miles like <laughs> yeah she's not trying to she doesn't have to like exert any special effort like she could have been raging the whole night anyway and it yeah. Would, yeah. sweat it out on the walk <laughs> yeah. but then she goes yeah. this whole story about so it was about her mom right so so, then, so, so she forgets about the 5k thing right but yeah. then she has this heartfelt story about how her mom backstory had cancer and right? died. And fucking died. Well, didn't she? Well, she. Well, it's, didn't she pass out while they were in a car and they got into an accident or something like that? That's right. Something like that. But like, her mom is dead. Either way, <laughs> her mom is dead, and cancer was part of it. Yes. She forgot <laughs> about going to do a cancer walk thing. Her dead mom. Which would is something that you would do for your mom every year. You know what I mean? Like it was a fundraiser for her dead mom. Yes. <laughs> and you just forgot. Yeah, and then not only forgot, but then says, ah, fuck it, I'm going to stay here. Like, she literally, I think that's an actual quote, is like, eh, like, I want to stay. Yeah. <laughs> also, furthermore, does this have, did this, and I wrote this down, but like, did, this has zero impact on anything later on in the story. No, and I wrote that too, because I'm like, I'm like, one, who's filming this? Is it Wiggles again? Like, probably. Creepy motherfucker. Yeah, and two, uh, like, this this whole like field hockey story and like like the whole like the car accident thing. This is way more development time than we've gotten with any of the actually important characters. Yes. 
And then she, and then she's like, "Oh, like sorry to be a big buzzkill." And I'm like, "You're you're being a big buzzkill on this whole movie. Like, I've been letting my dead mom dictate my life for too long, and then cut to your friends being huge assholes and being like, "Oh, like oh, fucking Jason's not even making moves over there. What a pussy!" Like, <laughs> I was like, "How is this a? <laughs> how is any of this appropriate?" <laughs> yeah, it's like they couldn't even hear the fact she's telling this whole story about her mom died when she was 11, and they're like, "He's a fucking asshole. He's not making out with her." Meanwhile, she's up there like, "Yeah, I'm dead because of cancer," and I forgot. This five came was supposed to do tomorrow, which I do probably every fucking year to like for my mom. It's like what? <laughs> oh, God, that was that was there was a lot of quick culminating moments here. So then we get to I don't know if you have anything else more than that, but then I was going to jump into how Grant, our president uh, of the of the frat club, there, him and his girlfriend break up, which they broke up before. Kind of, well, they didn't break up, but they. Yep. No, no. Up. I'm right there with you. This I'm getting to like yeah the sex scene the um... yeah yeah so then we like we're getting to like a little college you know frat bro sex scene here where Grant broke up his girlfriend now making out with a different girl right yep. they go yep. up they go up to the bedroom they're in the bedroom whatever and I love <laughs> so she's in the like it starts with this girl like basically just in the bathing suit whatever bra and short shorts right in the bathroom yep. and she's filming herself saying that she's about to have sex with so-and-so Liza's boyfriend right yep. basically like, kind of fuck you whatever I, I guess people do this I don't know it seems really petty and something but I'm sure people do that yep and then she goes into the bedroom and like Grant's like missing he's like not there in the room right it's like trying yep. to build up tension again like oh man this monster come and kill him yep. and then he jumps out from behind the bed and scares the shit out of her <laughs> I mean I don't know about you but anytime like I'm, you know, in that position, that's the first thing I think of. I want to scare the shit out of the person who, you know, is about to come in and interact with me. Yes. Oh, immediately. I'm like, how, how can I best scare the yeah. person who is putting on so much trust in me right now? <laughs> yeah. How can I, how can I scare the shit out of them the best way possible? Let me hide behind the bed and jump out of them as like a jump scare. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then, so like they're, they're getting into it. They're filming a the sex tape. Um, like, very graphic also uh and his boobs just a lot of boobs i guess so yeah yeah i guess you're right but then it's like then there's like there's the knocking on the bathroom that like yep. it's clearly the demon right yep. and so he goes to investigate and then does another like jump scare thing like he like pops out again she's like oh like grant are you in there and he like pops out in all the costume <laughs> you're like wait that's on like a fucking radio like what where'd the radio come what is that what the fuck yeah. what's happening like, so, wait, so we're completely ignoring that knocking that came from the closed bathroom door that only you can access. Like it's a private bathroom. Yeah, what? <laughs> and then when he goes back to like and then when he goes back to having sex with her, when when she dies, Ugh. I couldn't stop laughing again. Like the floppy head. Floppy head with no eyes was like the funniest thing I've ever seen. And I was just like, fucking a dead girl is ruthless. <laughs> this movie's out of control now. <laughs> Now you're in like necrophilia territory where she's on top of you and her eyes are out of her skull. But I hope she just leaned back and he's like, hey, hey, and pulled her forward and her eyes are just missing. Right. And her head's like flopping around like it's... <laughs> what the fuck? And then he freaks out and then he gets fucked up in there pretty much, right? Yep. He just gets tossed around the room casually. He doesn't die then. Like, no, he doesn't. He doesn't die until later, right? He doesn't die until the next part. Well, so... 
So this, it cuts back to, and I love this. So it cuts back to uh, Tanner, shirt off bro, who's just broing all over the place. The guy who fucked up the, the, the threesome and then now is hooking up with the random friend who you, at first you're like, oh, they're not going to make, you know, make this happen. But okay, they start making out. Yep. And then they're like, they come into the room and it's like, they're just like, I'm going to marry you. We're going to get married. Yeah. We're pledging to get married. Yeah. Let's get married. And it was like, what the fuck? And then they jump back to Grant's girlfriend storming up, right? Storm, yeah. Storming Norman up to the room, right? And at this point, like, I'm wondering, like, how is no one noticing people dying and disappearing? Like, we've had multiple deaths by now. Like, I don't, like nobody's noticing any of these things. And yeah. that's starting to get on, like, get to me a little bit, but not really. And then, yeah, and then Liza rolls up, and I'm like, I, I'm so excited for her to discover the bodies. Like, she's yeah. going to get what's coming to her finally. Yeah. Like, she's fucking why, why is she filming this? <laughs> yeah. Right? Like it cuts to her cell phone cam, right? Yeah. Like the whole rest of that scene when she walks in. Yeah, why so, is she filming it? That's right. I forgot about yeah. that. She walks in. Oh, and I love how she gets to the door and the door is locked. She's like, let me in. She's like, you know what? I've got a key. She pulls out a key, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then walks over to the bed, rolls up. <laughs> and it's like, oh no. <laughs> and then sees Grant on the floor behind her. She's like, oh no. That's when his eyes pop, right? At that point. Yep, that's when his eyes get gouged out or whatever. The, and, that's then she goes, and then she goes in the bathroom, locks the door, and is in the bathroom hiding. She pulls up the scissors, right? Whatever. And yep. then the shower curtain behind her starts slowly creeping open. Yeah, and it's the first time that we like see the full demon. Like, and it is terrible. It is horrendous. <laughs> it, is, it is comically. Yeah, I, it's CG could stand for comically generated. How about that? That's it's, like, uh, <laughs> it's like Skeletor meets Dementor meets something with flashlights for eyes. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, my nine-year-old nephew building and drawing crayons and then putting it, taping it to a wall. I don't know. That'd probably be scarier, actually. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Mostly squigglies. <laughs> yeah. It's like a terrible. It's like... Uh, yeah, and then why would they go with the CG thing? Why not go with something like real, or you know, like go with like, um, go with like a practical effect and keep it super simple? That'd be way more terrifying. Yeah, that's what I thought they were gonna do. Like, there could be there. I mean, there were a million ways to do that better. Like, even the we. T I mean, we talked about it before we started recording, but the uh, the monster on the poster is like is better than the monster in the movie. Yeah, and it's different. They're all different, too. I feel like they kept were different shapes and different forms. It was like, yeah, pick fucking one thing. And the death, of, like, the death things on the on the poster are also totally different than how people die in the movie, too. Like, they're not missing the gouged-out eyes, which no, is a yeah. signature move that I don't understand. I would, I'm also, I got a, I got a bone to pick with, was this a straight to Netflix, or was this a just straight to fucking who knows Netflix just picked up because I have a bone to pick with like when he first turned it on he gives you like the nudity violence gore and I was like this movie was not gory like I don't know like definitely not and I think it I think it was a direct to Netflix but I'm not I'm not super sure oh man all right so then we we get the monster in there things are starting to ramp up a bit and then we jump to I don't know if there's anything else between that but I think that we jump to the Claire Jason at the foosball table moment which was yeah, and right before that though we start like people start dying like remember like the, the fight starts the fight oh, the, random black, the random black light fight that's right yeah, yeah. Right. why like why did this <laughs> yeah, like, some what? guys 
throwing punches, and you're like, okay. And then, like, a few people start dying. And you're like, and wait. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah, because they begin the fight, and then all of a sudden, Tanner, our, our boy there, doesn't he have fucking random, all of a sudden, like, he's all dolled up in, like, blacklight, like, makeup all over his body? Yeah, so, I think so. It might have been other Tanner. <laughs> that's right, because that's when, and then at that moment, Jason and Claire, they leave. They're like, let's get out of here. And then those two guys are fighting, which, all right, that's actually the most believable thing so far in this entire movie, that a fight would break out at a bro party like this. Completely reasonable. And then there's when one guy falls, right? Remember he falls down? I remember someone was just like, someone yelled out, call 911. I was just picturing everyone being like, no, don't do that. Don't, don't call 911. <laughs> <laughs> we have enough in here to put us all away for a very long time. Don't, no one call 911. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then like, uh, yeah. And then, and then it cuts to them making out and like playing pool. And I was like, wait, who's filming? They were doing, they were playing foosball. She was teaching him how to play foosball. Right, yeah. But who's filming that? Like, he's just like, oh, we got to get out of here. Like, we'll go to a private room, but also bring a pledge with us to watch. <laughs> That's right, because then they're upstairs, and then they move up to the bedroom to where it's, it must be Dougie and Jason's split bedroom, right? Yep, where well, Drew's body is in the closet right next to them. And, they and they're really making out. Yeah, and they're making out with a dead body in the room, and I can't see this. Yes. Like his legs are hanging out of the closet at that point. It's like, how could you not, when you sat down on the couch, how could you not just look and see a fucking dead body right there? Yes. yes. Or feel it. You could feel a body in a room and be like, there's something, there's someone else in this room with us. Well, and Dougie's in the room too. Yeah. Under the bed, right? And that was one thing that really drove me nuts. So I was like, why did it leave Dougie alive? Yeah, because he had the cup, maybe? I don't know. Is the cup, is the cup a thing? He had the lid. Oh, wait, did he have the cup? At, oh, you're right. He did have the cup at that point. But, like, I don't think that's any cause for sparing him. Like, <laughs> so they're in the room, Jason and Claire, sitting on this futon, making out. There's dead Drew body halfway hanging out of the closet, literally right next to them. And yeah. then Dougie is underneath the bed. And I love how they go. Like, they're getting up. They're like, oh, my God, it's crazy. And then she's like, look. And it's like just his hand holding the cups through the bed. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought I could have sworn they were gonna pull him out, and he'd have his eyes gouged out, and I would have been like, "R.I.P. Like Dougie shouldn't have had to go out like that." Like, yeah, but I, I, that's what I was expecting too. Uh, yeah, terrible. And then, and then somehow inexplicably alive, and they're just like, uh, "Wiggles." Then Wiggles is there, so apparently I think Wiggles was the one filming them making out, and he's just like, "He's like, we gotta leave right now," and you're like, "Wait a second, Wiggles! <laughs> like, you can't just leave Dougie there." Yeah. And one, what are you doing in this room filming them making out? This is so weird. Like, <laughs> and, then it, and then it quick cuts in between when they're deciding whether or not to leave Dougie's body there, uh, Dougie and, and Drew, they, it cuts to NASCAR and the Tattletale girls there uh, that are like, ooh, like, yeah, she, uh, Liza, like, that other skank was upstairs with your boyfriend. Ooh, like, oh, the, that's right, yeah, yeah. The, the Tattletale girls, the threesome girls, they're the same ones. Uh, it cuts the NASCAR and them just like getting murdered. <laughs> well, I didn't want to, I didn't have to see that. <laughs> yeah, and they're all hanging underneath the table. Yeah, they're all like hiding under a table. <laughs> I love, and then there was a, and, and back into the room though, this is like another moment of like quick jump, jump to knowing all about this demon. Like, isn't it Wiggles who's like, it's feeding on us? Like, what? Yes, he's like, it's getting more powerful, it's feeding on us. Like, what? How are you jumping to that conclusion? Where did, do you have any evidence of this? Like, what, there's been nothing presented that would say that this thing is feeding on you. Yeah. 
it's just you could say it's just killing us it's just killing people let's get the fuck out of here but feeding us to do for what purpose is it feeding on you for like they don't touch any of that and then more inexplicable like exposition there's like as soon as they walk out of the room there and 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 jason's like wiggles why are you filming this and he's like we have to film it no one will believe us (laughs) perfect thanks for justifying the whole movie (laughs) yeah yeah that's exactly what that line was for but then before that though they literally stuffed uh fucking dougie in the closet and i love how she was like he'll be safer here how the fuck do you know that (laughs) yeah they're they're like we we can't carry him they're like yeah i guess you're right he'll be safer here (laughs) (laughs) i didn't know that you're literally, you're, you're literally stuffing him in the closet that was already had a dead body in it. How is that going to be a safer spot for you? <laughs> oh, my God. And then that's when, like, all carnage breaks loose, right? Everyone's just everyone's fucking dying. The party's breaking up. Tanner gets lit up. He's, he's fucking dead, right? Right before that, though, uh, and <clears throat> Jason and Claire are, like, in that little side room. They're trying to, like, escape somehow. Who's that kid in the locker? Remember there was a kid that, like, burst out of the locker? And you're like, what? like, the kid's still alive? Like, why isn't he banding up with the rest of the, the Rebel Alliance here to, like... Get the fuck out. Like, what the fuck? like where are you going, bro? You're going to die. <laughs> but, yes, so then, then Tanner comes in and is just ignoring all of the carnage around. Like, oh, he's just high as fuck. He's, he's all done. He's coked out of his brain. He's just like, you know what? I'm going out. I'm going out partying, bro. Okay, that's what I was hoping. And then they show the monster again, and, like, it's getting – it just gets worse, worse. and worse every yeah. time. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, you should put less light on this. <laughs> yeah, like, how do you put a $5 million, like, literally the CG, you should put all of your money into that. Everything else would cost you nothing. Yep. So then they're, like, they're walking through the party, and, like, they stop to cry over their dead friends. Yeah. And – and Wiggles is still filming, and he's saying nothing. Like, Wiggles not reacting to any of the carnage around them, and Jason is there while the overreacting. Like, they're like, oh, my God, Tanner, like, you have eyes, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and she's, like, looking at her other friend there. She's like, oh, no, like, the, the other girl that no one knew her name but had a bunch of lines that no one could hear over the montage party that was so loud. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, and like you're like oh okay well and now Wiggles dies and you're like it's classic Jason and what's her face left yeah Jason and Claire yep power couple left definitely when uh, when when Tanner t-shirtless bro and then his when they they were saying they're gonna get married the other girl yep I'm blanking on her name but I was like so much for getting married I guess huh like that's that's the end of that (laughs) and like uh, I, I wrote down, I did want to call this out. So we've been doing a good job of calling her Claire this whole time. Yeah. Uh, I, until this very last scene in the, in the room with the lights, I didn't real I didn't know what her name was. I like, didn't pick up on Claire. <laughs> like, oh, I, didn't, I didn't either. And I, the only reason why I did, because I looked at IMDB and I saw her name. That was it. I had no idea that was her name. Oh, no, I've been writing in all of my notes thus far. I've been saying, I've been doing a good job of saying, Claire, but I wrote What's-Her-Face. So, like, when I said, like, oh, it's only Jason and What's-Her-Face left, that was right before I found out her name was Claire. Because yeah. <laughs> that's when, that's when, that's when Jason's, like, they're, like, trying to turn the lights on quick in the, in the light room, and he's, like, find it, Claire! Yeah. Like, oh, Claire! What's your name? But before we get there, hold on, because like we're this we're, we're there's a lot happening in these last like 30, 40 minutes here. Yep, yep, yep. What do you got? Tying back to the padlock door. 
Oh, yeah. So I missed that entirely. So, so Jason's got the cup because he got it from Dougie, who was underneath the bed. They stored him in the closet. So Dougie's in the closet. He's still alive, just passed out. He's in the closet, right? Yep. Jason and Claire are trying to get out. Jason's got the fucking ancient cup of death, basically from the light room, right? Yep. And now he's in the stairwell. So it's Dougie. It's going to be it's, it's, uh, Jason, Claire, and, and, and Wiggles, right? Filming. Yep. And they're Isn't like, oh, we can't. We, What's that? The scene when Wiggles dies, right? Oh, is it? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, it is. Cause like, but it's also like, so what they would call that was like, so that door that was padlocked from early, early on from Grant, it was all weird and creepy. It's yeah. like now they're a moment of like, oh, this is how we get out of here. He breaks a padlock with the cup in like three hits. Oh, yeah, I do remember that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is why I was like, Jason, he has superhuman strength. Yeah. He should go fight the demon because he can beat it up because there's no fucking way in hell you're just going to bust a padlock with a fucking... With like a wooden cup? Yeah, with yeah the Christ of, the cup of Christ. You know, like, there's no way. Like, yeah. He's like, he's literally like, one, two, three. Yeah, it's open now. Like, that's yeah. not... To be that's fair, not. padlocks are not that sturdy. <laughs> Really? Well, yo, yeah, man. You've never broken a padlock? <laughs> Clearly, I haven't. I would think that... I, like, no, padlocks are awful. Like, padlocks are the easiest to pick and also break. Like, you can just... If you... Give it enough strength. But I agree with you that, like, breaking it with a wooden cup <laughs> is really stupid. Like, you have to have, like... It's easy to break when you have, like, leverage in the right places. And, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And you've got leverage in the right places and you're fucking prying. Yeah, sure. But it's like... Dashing it? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not... I don't think that's going to work. I mean, we could probably do a, a test of this, but I don't think that's that's possible. Yeah. No, I agree. I'm going no on that one. So then they're, they're on a rush. Everyone's dying. People are dying left and right. Eyes are getting blasted in their head. There's the one shot of the girl running across the room and her fucking CGI's just blow out and she just like falls over. I was like backing up down. I was like, that's classic. Yep. Everyone's getting blasted. Then we ended up in the room, right? So they go down to the room with all and the light. Why is, uh, why is What's-Her-Face, formerly known as What's-Her-Face, Claire, why is Claire filming now? Like still. Like why is anyone still filming this? Yeah. Like just stop filming. Yes. Like, because it's just the two of them in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they get in the room and the lights are off and Jason's like literally just find a light switch. I love how like... What are the rules of Shadow Monster? So like we don't know... Like, like we're... Like you said, like we're just assuming... Uh, we're assuming it's feeding on us. We're assuming a lot of things and we're assuming that it's... Uh, turning the lights on makes it so that it can't get inside. And it works. Like, in, like somehow. Like... And then also, but like, can it just turn the lights out? Because it's definitely done that a bunch of times. Yeah. Like, it definitely turned the lights on and off. It flickered them. Even while, even in that final scene, while they're in the room, it flickered the lights. Yeah. And there was a moment, there was a moment when, remember when they first went into the tunnel and the the lights were on in there? Yeah. Did it turn the light on? I, I, I got nothing. I get nothing for you. Like, what are the rules of Shadow Monster? It makes no sense. I would have taken less time doing cancer story and any sort of backstory on any of these characters at all whatever there was right strip those minutes out and put it towards let's get let's get some science behind how this this fucking monster works yeah it, or even it doesn't have to be science it could just be in universe in universe bullshit when we get to the final wrap up here when daphne comes back and this is where yeah. i've so many theories like now the movie starts 
one, kind of making sense to me, and two, making less sense, but has a million more plausible options. Like, right now in my head, I'm like, okay. So Daphne comes back and starts babbling. Um, about- Nowhere, by the way. She just comes, like, there, so there is a moment of Jason and Claire still in the room. They get the lights on, finally. Someone found the fucking light switch. Yep. Lights are on, and they do this stupid, like, maybe there's something else in here, a clue. And there's, like, this funny fucking jump cut thing where it's, like, showing them, like, progressing through time of them, like, trying to find something in the room. And then I like, love how it ends with it's just the two of them sitting there, like, I guess there's nothing in here. <laughs> and, and I was like, great, this is a good plan, too. Why don't they just wait it out until daytime? If it's, like, a scary shadow monster and they're in this cool light room, like, they'll probably be fine for a few more hours. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Make out, and then before you know it, boom. Yeah. yeah, have like really bright sex or something. I don't know. <laughs> but Daphne shows up out of fucking nowhere. Yes. And we're so- talking Daphne from the very beginning of the movie who ran away, terrified, got in her car and just drove away. Daphne, the same Daphne who I think people are friends with but aren't because they didn't call to figure out the fuck's wrong with her. Yeah, yes, yes. Like there are so many, so many problems with that. But then she comes back and within like two lines, she, and I wrote this down quoted because- yeah. It, it, it baffled me. My mom always thought the evil was still in this house. And I was like, wait. What? <laughs> Literally what I thought too. I was like, wait, wait, what? I was like, so her mom was in the cult or something, or like at least knew about it. <laughs> now like, there are so many great offshoots that this movie could have, like explanations of like, yeah. oh, like Daphne's coming back to like finish the job. Like maybe she already killed her mom and her mom is like Norman Batesing her of like her mom's her from the dad. I, maybe the wife, the, the, the guy was her parents. Like, I don't know. Like, and then like, and then she's just making up rules of this where she's like, Oh, well now, now we all have, to, everyone has to die. She's basically saying, I didn't get. Yeah. I didn't so she get this. Stabs Jason. And she in was a shoulder, by the way. Oh yeah. In the shoulder. Yeah. Like, like the upper pack. Like you're super. You literally just busted a padlock. You fucking tore a two by four with your bare hands. Like stab wound to the shoulder. You're not dead. Yep, stab wound to the shoulder. And she's like, and then Claire's like, wait, why'd you stab him? And she's like, well, no, it had to be. Like he had to be him. He was saving you from. He was saving you for last. Like you had to be him. He was the monster all along. And she's like, what are you talking about? And then she's like, wait a second he's dead now. It must be you now. Like, it's still here. It's still here. And she's like, starts like wildly flailing around with the knife. And I love it. Like, it made no sense. She's not stabbing anyone. Like, presumably, she's either stabbing no one or Claire has a lot of horrible wounds. Like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know either. That was such a, it was such a weird, like, sequence. Because I was like, wait, what? Why is this movie, what's happening right now? What, what is she talking about? What does she know? Who, yeah. what, what, what? And then, like, why did she, why did she fall down in the light? Like, she, she also knew all of this when she first came to this place. She would know about the, she would, she would know about the house. Yes. She wouldn't have gone, she wouldn't have gone climbing in that tunnel in the first place in order to then go screaming, running out of the house, right? Like, and then two, just be like, hey, guys, you know what? I know some shit about this place. Let's all get the fuck out of here. Burn yeah. this place down. Yeah, and why why did it just like flail her around a little bit and not actually kill her? Like why like I there's no rhyme or reason around who the who the shadow monster spares. I like, yeah, I don't I didn't get that at all. Like I don't know what yeah, like is it going after specific people in some specific order? Because then it just kinda turns on everyone and kills everyone. Yeah. 
in the end, but like, why not? Why not Daphne? Like, why not Daphne in the beginning? Is it look? It's looking for a specific person and all the people it's killing until it gets the right person. But it's like, then why is Claire? What? What? Because her mom died of cancer. Maybe she died in a car accident. Like, maybe I don't know. And then like, yeah. And then so then. Daphne not getting out of not being able to like kill Claire in this situation is ridiculous to me. Like yeah. Daphne has a huge upper hand here, uh, squanders it entirely, and then still can't even catch her as she's like running out of the tunnel. Yeah. Like uh, this is the laziest, worst fight scene ever. Like yeah. and then makes it all the way upstairs, and then my favorite thing in the whole movie happens. Doug. Uh, Religious studies guy. Yep. Out of nowhere, my boy Dougie's back. Left field. The hero, the star, the main, how do you not get top billing, I guess unless it's alphabetical, uh, <laughs> how do you not get top billing, Ashton Moyo comes back. <laughs> and cuts her throat. Splits <laughs> her throat like it's his fucking job. Like, it's no big deal. And Why? <laughs> no, any like so. Even if the in-universe explanation that Daphne comes down and is like, "Oh, it was saving you for last, so therefore everyone just has to die until there's one person left." Like, so let's say let's say that that's the accepted. This has become final destination. Everyone needs to die. Like we we've accepted Daphne's in-movie logic. Yeah, Daphne doesn't know that he was upstairs unconscious for like the whole time. Unless unless when Daphne got there, they had a quick chat, but yeah. that makes. Or he uncovered on Wikipedia or wherever he was doing research. Because <laughs> that's where all the, the truth is. And, and she was like, hey, I'm going to go down there. I'm going to kill Jason. I'm going to try and kill her. But if I fuck up, you're back up. And you had to cut whoever comes out of there. Yep. Yep. He slits her throat like it's nothing. Like, yep. I've never killed a person in my life. No. Uh, I can't imagine that being something you just... Yeah. Do. It seems hard. And also... <laughs> He does it very casually, but then also it kind of pretends that he doesn't, like, to himself. He's yeah. like, oh, no, like, Claire, what happened? Yeah. Like, kind of like, you can see it on his face. You're like, what did I do? And he's like, well, and then, like, crawls out of the house. And, and then, then here we are, 16 hours later. Yep, sits in front of the front door. Instead of going anywhere, like, did, did killing Claire solve the problem like is the demon gone now because of this and then also like is dougie gonna have to take the fall for all of this yeah he literally murdered someone yeah but, but they're are they gonna think he murdered claire or are they gonna think he murdered everyone in the whole house i mean it doesn't matter he killed one person i think you're done just for killing one person like that well but so and this is what i'm saying like the cops the cops have to be I think somewhat reasonable, maybe, and assume that Dougie didn't kill the 150 people that are like dead inside the house now. Like yeah, the, all the same way by blowing out their eyes. Like, yes. I mean, and there would be enough people there to like overtake him and prevent him from doing this. Yeah, yeah. The house is littered with bodies. But he, but the one thing that's not like that is the girl with her sit, slit throat yeah. and down the basement, stabbed in the shoulder. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I guess, like, okay, is Dougie going to take the fall for that? Maybe. He had the cup at the end, right? He was, he was uh, cradling the cup, wasn't he? was. Oh, you know what we should have looked at and I didn't look at? Which I guess we could look in the trailer. Um, did he have the cup sealed or not? Because they were saying that was, that, that was like, the prevailing theory was that it was a trap. 
Yeah, that's right. Ooh. He put that together where he put the top on it. Dougie, recap there at the end, Dougie slits Claire's throat. Still, yep. we're not sure why she's the one that needs to die. There's no clarification on that at all unless we missed it. Yep. Um, but So he does this, and then he's curled up outside. He gets outside. He's in the stoop. That's when the cops show up. This is 16 hours later, the very beginning of the movie. And he's yep. got the top and he's got the top on it, which those are two key things that they're saying, like, if the cup doesn't have the top on it, that means this demon's out with the cup yep. thing on top of it, then that's it. They revive the, they revive the in-movie logic and make it, uh, make it all make sense. <laughs> they save the movie. Like, they save the movie. I mean, so he's, he's just, he's just recaptured. So if that top comes off, though, then he's out again, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Well, then Hoodoo has to die for that thing to be resealed, though. Can you just put the top on and call it a day? I guess Claire. You got to find another Claire. Another Claire. Yep. That bitch. <laughs> uh, I do love how the, the, they show that shot of him sitting out there, cop, cop show up, and then they just show the title of the movie. I love that. I'm into that. Oh, yeah. Probably the yeah. only thing I liked about this movie. Yeah, the end, it, like, wrapped it up. I was like, oh, I kind of appreciated the trope this time of the 16 hours earlier thing because I was like, oh, it made me, I knew exactly when the movie was finally over. <laughs> I was like, oh, we got to the point. We got to that part. Then we're done. We're good. This is over. Yeah. And we don't need any sequels. No, I prefer there is not. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd still go watch this movie. I still would totally say that. What's that? I would still say go watch this movie. Uh, I mean, if you're, you know, down, if you're at home with some bros, you know, and it's late at night, yeah, it's just like put it on at like 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock and throw it on and laugh at it. Yeah. And if you don't mind it being entirely spoiled already by us, then. I I think, I think we're so illogical in the way we think we say things in this that it's so hard to keep up with our spoilers. So I think it'd be fine. Just go watch it, you know? Yeah. But yeah. go watch it after having, you know. Go, go to a Coke party first. <laughs> We're not promoting that, but. Love this. Go to a Coke party first. Do a bunch of crimes. Then go. Then go watch this movie. Then go watch this movie. Because <laughs> then that's when you can truly appreciate its genius, I might even say. Go Claire if you can. <laughs> <laughs> then go watch this movie. Thank you watch this movie. Oh my goodness. So I think that's it. I think that's it. We we partied until we, we partied until we were dead. Uh yeah. Do we wanna do we wanna read any reviews? I feel like you had a good review for this, no? Oh yeah. Well well yeah, let's poke around some reviews. What are the you know, what are people saying about this that aren't us? Yeah, I I can see only positive reviews for this movie, really. This is a good one. Uh four to ten. This is what I pay Netflix 14 bucks a month for. By the way, 14. I think it's like 14.99, isn't it? I don't know. I mean, you can still get a cheaper one, I think. But well, the 4K you have to pay 14.99 for. Anyways, uh, it's the best movie set in a frat house recorded on iPhone 5 ever made. <laughs> that is, yeah. Yeah, I mean, can't argue with that. <laughs> I really, yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't argue with that one. A lot of one stars in here. Yeah, it wasn't really that scary. This is a good one. Just the, the, the title alone. Beyond Boring. Read an obituary instead. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's pretty solid. Um, better than I expected at least, period. Six out of ten. I don't want to read this entire thing, but 
Oh, that's too much. He's right. Yeah, it's too much writing. We've written too much about this. Yep. Is there are there any ten out of tens on here? There is one. Perfect. Wow, so much writing here. Okay, here we go. Ten out of ten stars for Haunting and Fraternity Row. Yep. Headlines: Waste your time and watch this film! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Yep. This film has instant cult classic written all over it. I'm a big fan of the genre, and watching Haunting of Fraternity Row is a fun genre hopping ride. It's true. The film has its faults for sure. We just covered that. It doesn't really say much at the end of the day and the ending doesn't exactly read or make sense. <laughs> so we'll, we'll finish this. But there is an over-the-topness to this film that's downright entertaining, like The Room entertaining. I don't, we wouldn't go that far, but. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a stretch. It's also like, you can't give something 10 out of 10 and like then say, it doesn't really say much at the end of the day and, and the ending doesn't exactly read or make sense. And you give it 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. Story structure is predictable through a few scenes. And when we think the haunting is going to start, and it just turns out to be a series of practical jokes, the gratuitous party scenes, but the juicy stuff, the camera and lighting work during the scary parts really does the trick. Does it? Doesn't matter how many weird sex party scenes are sandwiched in between unearned romance scenes in a shooting style that doesn't know what it wants. Are you in a found footage film or an episode of The Office? kind of funny uh none of this stuff matters because the concept underneath it has some real gems does it <laughs> <laughs> the cinematography that's a powerful word to use right now carries most of most of weight i'm reading as is in this film it does an excellent job at some points to feel very quote-unquote real and scary what <laughs> i just wish they would have shot this one some handy cams or something to that effect and maybe put a little more, a bit more in the budget for VFX. Also, yes. The monster comes out looking a bit dated, like a stock ghoul video you might see in someone's window during, during Halloween. No, I think we could do, we, if, we, if we live together, you and I, Russ, yeah. and we decided to make some kind of ghoul in our window, I feel like we could do a hundred times better. A thousand times better. Yes. Hands down. Easily. Overall, if you're looking for the next Blair Witch Project, you've come to the wrong place. But if you're looking to have a good time with a few friends during a horror movie night, then Haunting of Fraternity Row is right up your alley. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Go watch it. But hey, this is why we this is why we do what we do. We watch these movies so you don't have to if you don't want to. Yep, that's why we do what we do.